Hello and welcome to the Toasted Tale podcast. My name is Jim, and it's been a few weeks now since I finished watching the fourth season of The Handmaid's Tale. I don't usually binge watch television shows, but for this particular one, I was hooked from the first season. Now, I've listened to The Handmaid's Tale on audiobook, and I loved it, and I was really pleased that in the first season at least, it followed along the book, uh, the way the story went. And then I was very happy to be whisked along the river of the following seasons. Now this podcast is going to be without spoilers for as much as I can, and more so I want to look at the idea where, through the highs and the lows of the show, The Handmaid's Tale is the best show I surely will never watch again. Now, this is surely not to say that if another season comes out, which I believe it is expected to do, I will not watch that as well. But it's more to say that going back over the earlier seasons is not something I have any interest in doing. Whilst very early on it got its hooks inside me deep, it deals with a lot of sensitive and delicate matters that made me, throughout watching, incredibly uncomfortable. I found myself throughout viewing on a tightrope of some sort, on one hand gripped to find out what happens next to the selection of characters we had become engrossed with, and on the other hand disgusted with the inhuman conditions and depraved situations a lot of the characters we'd grown to love found themselves placed in. And I want to make a few points clear up front. I really rated some of the acting performances in this show. Joseph Fiennes, who played the commander Waterford, struck a beautiful dichotomy between calm elegance and creepy villain. Yvonne Strahovski held in both hands, calculating manipulator and also fragile psychopath. And finally, June Osborne, played by Elizabeth Moss, was fantastically able to, in one character, show the broadness of humanity, ranging from powerless victim all the way to budding revolutionary. Wherever you look in these series, the casting was on point. And I'm not trying to argue that The Handmaid's Tale is without faults. I fully put my hands up and acknowledge that there will be many people out there who will take issue with certain episodes or storylines in particular. But in this episode of The Toasted Tale, I'm not all that interested in going deep into the merits of the show, but more why such a widely acclaimed and show that I did binge is also something I cannot see myself watching in full again. Claustrophobia. The feeling of being oppressed. Whilst watching a lot of The Handmaid's Tale, I felt as if I was breathing through treacle. Like, 
The walls were so close to my frame that all I could see and all that was in my vision was the world of Gilead and the story being unfurled in front of my eyes. The tension of an overreaching and tyrannical state like Gilead is felt through every single character you watch as they tiptoe each and every one of them through their daily interactions trying to get by, fill their extremely defined role in society and not trip up and become a victim of the secret police, the eyes. I often found the tension of the situation on screen to be magnified into my soul through the unbelievable characters and the twists and turns that appeared on screen. This may have engrossed me, but it did not do anything good for my psyche. A lot of the images, especially in the second season, could be described as troubling at best, and at worst, seared their images and emotions deeply onto a very impressionable part of my brain. Oftentimes, I found myself asking the question whether I was watching the show for my own enjoyment, or whether I was hooked, locked in, just to find out what the next awful thing would be to happen to our characters. One of the amazing things about humans is that we are constantly trying to make sense of the world. I think The Handmaid's Tale really nails what it tries to do, in the sense of having a hook to grab us. The world is so horrible and oppressive that our monkey brains just wants to find out whether it all gets resolved, and whether the constant puzzle piece of Gilead can get fixed by one of the many protagonists. Additionally, for those who have a tendency to watch the more gruesome or disturbing things on the internet, you may already have made the connection that sometimes the human brain craves the macabre. Assistant University Professor Alexander J. Skolnick has some interesting thoughts on this matter. He says, quote, Around age two, parents use disgust when a baby's being toilet trained, end quote. He continues saying, quote, They'll say, don't play with your poop, don't touch it, it's gross, end quote. In this way, it gets used, shame that is, as a teaching tool to prevent your child from doing all the things that are not acceptable. He continues and says, quote, What's functional about disgust? It keeps us safe, end quote. He talks about how rotten food has sour and bitter flavours, and that's a cue for us to remove it from our mouths. Similarly, if you see someone next to you with very unhealthy-looking rashes or welts, you may feel the desire not to stand next to them. The disgust that this visual will bring up 
may keep you safe from contagious diseases. Skolnik also compares perhaps googling some gruesome stuff to watching a scary movie. Uh, the whole point of to be to freak you out in a completely controlled, secure environment where you're never really in danger. And with the accessibility to content, the internet, and all of those interesting things, you don't even need to go to a cinema anymore to see something a bit scary. You can open your laptop, search a few keywords, and you've got your gross or disturbing search result. Providing you scrub your internet history, no one would find out that you searched for that very obscure image or video. Skolnik does like to point out that he doesn't believe that we're all these fear-seeking freaks, for that matter. Um, he chalks up our sometimes odd propensity to search for disturbing or troubling content as a genuine human curiosity. He says, quote, We want to know what's gross out there. What's awful out there? End quote. And more specifically to those people who have got a specific thing they like to watch. He believes that, quote, You don't want to watch the act, you just want to know what's out there. End quote. And just because there is all of these uh, disturbing things that people can watch nowadays, it doesn't mean that you're surrounded by a generation who is being raised inappropriately on this content. Clark Macaulay, who is a PhD psychology professor at the Burn Moore College, believes that, quote, people aren't more immoral. They're not different, but their accessibility is, end quote. On the whole, throughout history, there have been people in society who enjoy watching troubling things. And the only difference nowadays is that we can do it in the safety of our own home alone, and also clear our browser histories when we wish. And this does therefore make me feel a little bit better about feeling so uncomfortable whilst enjoying watching The Handmaid's Tales up until this point. And whilst I will watch the next season if it ever gets released, I surely will not rewatch it all again anytime soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Toasted Tale podcast. Even after saying all I have about The Handmaid's Tale, I really enjoyed watching the show, and also having the opportunity to do a podcast on my mixed feelings after the fact of watching it. If you enjoyed listening to today's episode, then you can follow me on Twitter and Facebook. My handle is at Podcast Tale, and it's on there where I release all new episodes and also anything I find interesting. So follow me at Podcast Tale for more. If you want to support the show also, then leaving a comment, sharing the episode, or giving it a like also really helps with promoting the channel and getting its message to more people. So thank you to all who do that. I really hope that everything you attempt today goes through with success, and 
I look forward to speaking to you all again soon for another Toasted Tale by the Fireside.